0: Welcome to Force Points to the Point Cybersecurity Podcast. Each week, join Eric Trexler and Erica Pierce to explore the latest in government cybersecurity news and trending topics. Always covered in 15 minutes or less. Now, let's get to the point welcome back to To The Point Cybersecurity. I'm your host, Erica Pierce. And today I'm joined by Ashley Rose, who is the CEO of Living Security. Hi, Ashley. Hi, Erica. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited that you're on. So Ashley, I actually read about your company about maybe um, four or five months ago. Uh, it's an, I read an article that was saying um, that your company had started a uh, sort of an innovative approach to doing cybersecurity training. So you do cyber escape rooms. And I know you've done them for some government organizations. You do it for corporate but just tell me more about the company, how the concepts start. Um, it's, it's very cool because you took something that people like to do that's current escape rooms and you um, are, you know, educating them about something that we need a lot of education about, which is cybersecurity.
1: Yeah, that's right. Um, So yeah, Living Security, we're a security awareness training company. We leverage game-based learning and data to train employees on cybersecurity concepts. We also think alongside the training, we're able to promote a more positive security culture in the organization. And so, um, you know, really the background and history to Living Security, it starts with with Drew, my co-founder. He'd been in the security uh, industry for the past 10 years um, and really did anything from like the technical, the operations, all of that, um, but really found a passion for working with people okay um, and so when he had the opportunity to build his own program he decided to take a really completely innovative approach and did things that didn't scale so like card games and, and mm-hmm. meetings just kind of things that were more interactive it got people you know up out of their desks and and really got um, gave him the opportunity to be face to face and what was really unique about that timing was um, I worked in the same company as him at that point but on the software team oh, okay. Um, okay and so I was able to see from an end end user perspective firsthand how he was able to start transitioning and changing the culture at that company and I have a prior um, entrepreneurial background I had a company pr- um, previous to living security and so we've really put our heads together and we're like how do we tackle this really big issue of training in the security space mm-hmm. we see you know a majority of the breaches that are, are occurring are still because of result of human error right. whether intentional right. or malicious um, how can we tackle that in this really fun and efficient way and, and make an impact and then how do we scale Scale that through technology, and so the cybersecurity escape rooms were our first product that we launched with. Um, you know, it's it's we had enormous success. Like you mentioned, we've worked in um, private and public spaces. Um, you know, I think it really has solved a couple different issues. So not only are we solving kind of that training gap, um, but we're getting the security people up out of their seat. Right. We're giving the program a face, um, and we're really starting to inspire the end users and give them a, you know, a more approachable uh, relation to cybersecurity. Um, and then our game-based platform, we recently launched that just this past October. Um, we were able to take, what but we formed through this more physical approach, but bring it online so that it could scale and reach more people. Oh, okay, okay.
0: Now that's cool because, you know, I think those of us who have ever worked in um, corporations, government, you know, wherever, and you get that email saying, you must complete this security training by X date. You're like, oh, God, another boring, you know, security module, and you hope that you can just keep hitting, like, you know, next step, next step, next step, without actually having to get up or do anything. And so, um, but the downside of that is that you don't actually take in a lot of information because, you know, I think we've just been taught that trainings are boring things that we don't really want to do. So you guys, I love this, the new, fresh approach that you guys have taken to kind of make it fun, to make it interactive, um, and to, you know, really, again, give a face to it. So tell me, did you guys go to a lot of cyber, um, to a lot of escape rooms to sort of, <laughs> you know, kind of do some uh, research in the beginning? Or? Yeah,
1: so, um, we, you know, we did participate in some and more of like kind of a fun um you know, Community type yeah, thing. I was just
0: curious. Um,
1: yeah. And, you know, so it was, it was kind of easy to see the relationship between solving some of the puzzles, you know, in the escape rooms in the city as to kind of like what they're doing in the security realm with like encryption and, and all of that. Um, but for me, so I have a marketing background. I actually spent a lot of time out at conferences, at security conferences, doing market research and talking oh. to the different security professionals, the CISOs, um, you know, the security awareness program owners, and really trying to understand like what did they feel like they were missing okay. in their program. And engagement and relatability were like the two things that were key there. And like you mentioned, it's you know, it's it's not that it's just fun, but it's backed by science right. that you are able to, you know, increase the comprehension and retention of material and really start driving those behaviors to change. And so,
0: in terms of how you develop um, the exercises, how do you keep up with sort of the new threats that you know are coming about, and making sure that the content that you're including in the escape room um, is relevant? Because we know that cyber threats, in terms of the types of threats, the you know just just in general, um, the characteristics of them, they're always evolving, they're always changing. You know, the the enemy, quote unquote, is always a step ahead of us. So, mm-hmm. how do you um, how do you keep up with that piece?
1: Yeah. So living. Security actually has a threat intelligence arm to it and so um, you know, we believe that the intersection of threat intelligence and security awareness is content and so our director of threat intelligence and content <laughs> named appropriately Graham Westbrook leads that program um, but does his you know intelligence collection and okay. to make sure that we're constantly updating our content um, both in the escape room and the online program and we also take a customized approach so one of the things that we you know wholeheartedly believe is that security awareness programs can't be one size fits all mm, or go right. across Organizations, and so we found, um, you know, a scalable way to make sure that we're able to customize to focus on risks and threats that are really important to the company that we're working with.
0: Wow. Okay. So then, tell me, just um, how does it work? Just the practical part of it. If I'm a um, a government organization, if I'm a company, and I want to have a cyber escape room, how 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 do I how does it work? Once I reach out to you.
1: Yeah, so, you know, reach out to us. Um, We actually, you know, once we get through the whole kind of contracting process, we have a design program, Um, it's it's really unique, so you'll meet with one of our team members, you'll talk about what are those risk, threats, concepts that you really want to focus on. Um, We have a series of storylines that you get to choose from, so something that you think would be exciting and relatable to your end user basis, and then we actually build and customize the room for you. We integrate policy and messaging into, um, we have a a management app that actually, as people are going through the game, they're entering codes in and they're prompted with security trivia questions. So that's where we're able to collect a lot of data for the program owner. But we make sure that our messaging is consistent with yours as well. Um, But, yeah, you can pick, you know, our hosted model or our licensed model will come out set it up, and host it for you, bring groups of users through anywhere from a day. We've worked with um, organizations up to the whole month, so 20 days in the, in the month. Um, or we do a license model. So okay. for our clients that are interested in running this year-round and integrating it in part of their program, um, we'll train the trainer. So we'll go on-site, on train you up, leave everything with you, and then you can run it as much as you want throughout the year. Wow, that's very cool.
0: And then in terms of um, the, the game, the interactive um, mm-hmm. game part, how, how does that work? Do you um, just get sort of the software and you're able to uh, then... Start to implement it in your organization.
1: So the online version, the platform, yes. So that's all deployed. It's hosted in the cloud. Um, it takes the same uh, gamified, you know, security concepts. So people are interacting with a high, um, highly interactive storyline. It's Hollywood style, and they're stopping and starting points where they have to go online and solve digital puzzles and challenges, much like in the escape room. Um, that all relate back to the security concepts. And once they solve them, they can keep progressing in the story. Um, with, what's so awesome about the online version is not only are um, First of all, can it, can it scale much wider than the uh, physical escape rooms? But that we are able to do a lot more data collection, and so the insight yeah, that we're able to, to get, yeah. exactly, um, as to you know strengths and weaknesses, um, you know, users that are maybe you know um, struggling in certain areas. It really helps the program owner to be more fine-tuned in their program going forward.
0: And I have to say this, so um, I know we have a lot of government listeners who are, you know, working um, in the cybersecurity field, and government tends to sometimes sort of get a bad rap, that they're not always open to uh, new innovations and new change. And when I first read about uh, your company, it was um, because you guys had won a government contract. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's fantastic that you guys are, you're targeting government as, as potential clients, because, I mean, government is the largest, you know, employer in the country, and and so, you know, they we need to have making we need to make sure that there's um, you know new new ways to educate them on cybersecurity training because we know government is it's very at high risk in mm-hmm. terms of the threat. So I think that's excellent. It kind of it probably would have been easier to focus just on, you know, the private market, but you know, really making sure that government um, was targeted and the fact that government is embracing it is mm-hmm. is really great.
1: Yeah, and that's what I was I have to really put all that back on the agencies that we've worked with and you know, really being progressive and innovative yeah, in a space sure. to even and, you know, consider working with us. So, um, you know, really grateful to have them as clients and partners.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, let me ask you um, one other question, one other area. So I know you're here um, at the uh, Forcepoint Cybersecurity Leadership uh, Conference. You, you were on a panel earlier mm-hmm. that focused on women in cybersecurity um, in terms of moving the workforce forward. So how has your experience been in terms of um, you know being a, a woman in a field that frankly you know there's not a whole lot of, of, of other women um, in leadership positions and, and, and such. How how how's your experience been, and what brought you to the tech- technology field.
1: Yeah. So great question. Um, So, you know, what I was able to speak on uh, up on the stage in the panel was that I do come from a non-technical background. So I got my degree in marketing and then I uh, started a company in the swimwear space, in the clothing space. Um, I actually did um, branch out into technology before living security. I started in product, but then moved over into software. Mm -hmm. And so that was kind of my foot in the door with technology. Um, But I'd always kind of been around cybersecurity. So I was aware that it was a possibility. Um, And so, you know, when Drew and I, Started the company together. Um, for me, it wasn't as much of a stretch to see myself in the field and know, and I knew that my skill sets that I had brought prior would add value um, in what I was doing. Sure. And so, you know, I think one of the challenges, um, you know, is is just that is that people feel, you know, intimidated. Um, they feel really good and strong about what they're doing. They know they have awesome skill sets and they're able to add value, but they're not exactly sure. Hey, can I do this in the field right. of cybersecurity? Um, oftentimes, you know, cybersecurity is very like intangible. And so what I think is really, um, you know, really amazing about what Living Security is doing is that we try to make the intangible approachable for people. Mm. And so kind of opening up the mindset Mm -hmm. to say, hey, Mm -hmm. okay, this is really cool. Oh, hey, like what I've, you know, went to school for what I where I worked in. Like that's something that I can translate now into this space and really make an impact on the mission that we're all here to solve.
0: Excellent. Well, I think what you're doing is amazing. So continue um, to grow. And I, I love that you guys are moving into new areas as well beyond the escape room. So that's always a great thing. So thank you so much. After reading the article, it's exciting to you know read about someone and then actually meet them in person. Yeah, this so is awesome. thank, thank you, Ashley. Appreciate you being on the podcast this week. Thanks for having me. And thank you to all the listeners for tuning in. Uh, Please do subscribe to the podcast, rate us, and feel free to uh, send us a note and let us know what you think or what you want us to talk about. Until next week, thank you. Thanks for joining us on the To The Point Cybersecurity Podcast, brought to you by Forcepoint. For more information and show notes from today's episode, please visit www.forcepoint.com slash govpodcast. And don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or the Google Play Store.